Danielle Jenkins, what's going on today? I'm quite excited. Fall weather is coming. Um, I'm putting my fall flowers out, my fall decor, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Um, but it's beautiful out, so I'm loving that. How are you? I'm doing good, but you're blowing my mind about talking about Thanksgiving and it's September. So we're going to jump into the four marketing myths that threaten your <laughs> sales. And myth number one is that people always buy where they get the cheapest price. And that is absolutely so not, wrong. Yeah, absolutely not true. The key is packaging what you sell. And even if you're in a business that has somewhat of a commodity, and you can add something like customer service on top of it to differentiate yourself, people will pay more than for that. Some people will not. Well, absolutely not. And I think what business owners, including myself and probably you sometimes get scared of, is that, oh, well, we're going to turn away customers. We need all the customers we can get. And what you really need is the right customers. Mm -hmm. So that's just absolutely not, not true. And if you are trying to compete on lowest price or cheapest price, you are absolutely in a race to the bottom and your business is probably in a race to go and broke. And your profit margins aren't going to be as high. <laughs> so that that's myth number one. Myth number two is offering your customers as many options, as many options as possible will boost your sales. This is absolutely not true. Actually, giving people less options is better. There's been many, many psychology studies that have shown that there was one famous one with barbecue sauce at a farmer's market. And when they don't quote me, I'm doing this out of memory, but I think when they offered three or four options, the sales were out outdid options where they, they had 12 options. Yeah. And it's because once you have too many options, you humans get confused and then they basically freeze. And then you like, oh, well, which one? It's like, uh, and my brother and I did this when we had a clothing company with fishing shirts. We only offered two colors, blue and tan. One is they're the best sellers. Two is it's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And yes, people did write us. Oh, I wish you had white. I wish, I I wish you had red. I wish you had green. I, I'm really sorry. We mm -hmm. have these two. It's a great product. If you yeah. like it, buy it. If, you, if you're if you stuck on red or green or whatever, that's okay. But you will unleash more sales than you will prohibit them. And there's, like I said, scientific studies around that. Mm -hmm. Myth number three, everybody needs my product or service. That is absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to weed out the people who don't. I think right. business owners get into the uh, idea that every that you need to sell everybody. Everybody needs their home cleaned. Actually right. not. I don't think you want to convince someone who really doesn't want their home cleaned to get their home cleaned because that's probably going to be, one, a person that churns for your business, Danielle, and two is could be one of the biggest complainers. And they're not yeah. necessarily complaining because you're your price is wrong or your service is bad. They're complaining because they really didn't want it in the first place and somehow they got sold to do it and they feel stuck. Mm -hmm. I bet you've had yeah. some customers like that. Yeah, 100% we have. People that have come in, you know, they, they're thinking about it. We sell them on it because our sales processes are great. And, uh, and then, you know, after the first one, 
it's, oh, you know, we really don't need your service anymore. And then so we follow up with, was it service? Was it financial? You know, we want to know so we can improve and we have scripts for all of that and we can get into that on another show. Um, but then they come back with, oh, it's just, you know, we don't really need your service. So it, it costs money to bring in a client and now it's costing money to offboard them. Um, so it, it's it's very true. And it doesn't mean that you can't sell people something that they really should have or they need, but there is a line. And Mm -hmm. once you cross that line, you're going to basically cost you more money than it will um, give you in profits. And Mm -hmm. your job really is to weed that stuff out. So it's not true. Not everybody needs your product or service, but there is definitely a segment of the market and you should have segmented your market. We're not going to we could do that another day. But if you haven't segmented your market and you don't know your customer avatar, then you are going to be winging it and you're going to say that everybody needs your product and then you're going to waste a lot of money in your customer. And some people could be listening to this and say, well, we do that brand and we still make money. That's awesome. You probably could make more. Yeah. Myth number four, keep changing your advertising or your sales will decline. I will tell you that I actually had a marketing person work for us And we had run an ad on Facebook for a free ebook download when I was selling the business plan course. Full transparency. Mm -hmm. I'm giving that course away. So if anybody here is listening to this, I'm not selling you because in a few weeks you can get it for completely free, giving Mm -hmm. it away. The, uh, but someone said we need to change our advertising or we're going to get burnout. And I didn't understand that question or that statement because that ad was for new customers. New customers aren't going to get burned out on an ad they haven't seen. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to, if that ad works, why would you cancel the ad in the name of changing something? It's because, it's because when you, when people say that they are not segmenting the part of the funnel that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. How can a new customer, if you are targeting new customers with an ad that works, how will new customers get burnt out on that ad? Right. They they can't. Yeah. By the way, that ad had a, uh, I just pulled down, I'm not going to name the software that we use for landing pages because us not using it isn't an indication that it's bad. Uh, it's not the best anymore, but I, I don't want to hurt their business. The but I was downloading Danielle all of our data so that I could get the data off the platform and save all the work, the landing pages and everything. That ad was and the and the corresponding landing page was just aligned with the ad. Quite candidly, it was really simple. It wasn't magic. It was when you clicked on the ad and you landed on the landing page, it all matched. Mm-hmm. It's a very novel concept, but a lot of people get that wrong. But it matched. And I think the end result was 73% conversion rate on that page, Wow, which is really, really mm-hmm. high. And that ad, which I think still runs on Facebook, I, like just a few dollars a month because I didn't want to kill it. I think it had three, 3,700 likes, uh, hundreds of comments. An ad had comments and uh, s- some astronomical reshare. Like, I'm just using this as a prime example. You don't always change your ad. If something's not working, you should change it. But you should also understand and segment your sales and market or your marketing 
so you understand where in the funnel it's happening and you don't change something for the sake of changing something. If it's working at that part, it will keep working at that part if you're targeting new customers. Mm -hmm. Well, look at all of the big, big brands we all know throughout the world. And like McDonald's has never changed the big M, right? That's never changed. Um, I know there's some like chimes, you know, that people use on radios that have been like that for years and years and years, and they've never changed them. And people remember them. People know, you know, if I think of furniture, I think of a store that has the same chime on the radio that has been like that for 20 years. You know, there's these things that the marketing that works and, you know, we're not just talking about online ads, but certain things you do remember, even new clients, old clients. Um, it's just, it's, it's a great thing to keep consistent with what works. There you have it. There's your four more myths. In summary, myth number one, people always buy where they get the cheapest price. It's not true. Myth number two, offering your customers many options will boost your sales. More likely not. Talked about that. Myth number three, everybody needs my product or service. Absolutely not true. And myth number four, keep changing your advertising or your sales will decline. That is not true. That's a wrap for today, Danielle. Wonderful. I hope some of these uh, people take some of these and realize that they are myths and that they can, you know, keep their same marketing or they can keep their products and services at a minimum. Um, one thing before we end, I just wanted to say there's a, a coffee shop up here in um, Canada and I know that they are creeping into the States because we were in Detroit a couple weekends ago and saw them there. And so Tim Hortons, great place for your coffee. However, they have like what feels like a million options on their menu and it's overwhelming and it's almost annoying. You know, it's like the new sandwich, the new this, the new that, and it's just so many things. It's, it's almost laughable. Um, and I don't, now enjoy that place. I don't go there. Maybe not because of that, but I just don't think that it works when it comes to boosting sales. Um, that just made me think of that. So there you have it, guys. I hope uh, you guys take these and, and make some extra sales. Bye, everyone.